0: Welcome to the Switch Clicks Podcast, episode 20, recorded on December 2nd, 2020. Today we'll be discussing a handful of topics, including the Super Nintendo World Reveal, the fact that Pokemon cards are getting super expensive, the dumpster fire that is the next gen launch. Is Doom Guy coming to Smash? My name is Dakota and today I'm joined by Nathan. Whoa, long time no see. And Tyler. I'm
1: alive.
0: And uh, before we get started, I just want to remind everybody that our uh, voting for the Clicky Awards is still going on. You have until December 12th to vote. Uh, so far, I think we have about 40 votes in there. Hopefully, we can get some more. So let's get started with the first topic, which is the reveal of Super Nintendo World in Japan. They will be opening the park February. I believe February 21st. And the screenshots that the uh, not screenshots, actual photos remember it's actually an actual place uh, that they showed is just uh, a general landscape of what it looks like and honestly I thought it was a screenshot from a video game
2: Wow they did a really good job of making it look
1: Uh, what I'm wondering is if this is like super successful if they consider bringing it over to like other universals around the world or if it's gonna stick with staying Japan
0: so, I do believe they have plans for uh it coming to orlando
2: indeed yeah they they do have plans for that, but it won't be around anytime soon for sure,
0: yeah, especially because of the pandemic they pushed it back, and I think in Japan they have
1: a pretty good lockdown on the uh just looking at like the picture and uh, the pictures it's I'm not sure are they going for like all the Mario games aesthetic or do they? It looks like I see a lot of Super Mario 3D World and stuff. But I I wonder if there's going to be separate segments to, like, um, I don't know, not really the original Mario Bros, because that'd be a lot of jagged edges, probably dangerous for children.
0: (laughs) It definitely looks like the modern Mario style that they've been going for for the last, like, four or five years since the Switch, I'd say.
2: Uh, Before that, kind of, with the 3DS and Wii U, I suppose. Now, there were talks of expanding with a Donkey Kong themed area, I believe. I don't think they're looking towards anything outside of the Mario universe yet. But uh, here's hoping they add something Zelda related, Pokemon related. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm I just hoping that for that my happened.
1: for some uh, live action Waluigi Stadium with real fire bars. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, that would be um, awesome! Just a stunt show. But yeah, with... like
1: if if there is like a Mario Kart area, which I, I don't see why not, they could have like tennis cart, Mario Kart. But um, well,
2: they do have a for that
1: down. um, for the Nintendo employee that is definitely listening to this. Um, how about I'm gonna pitch a quick idea. So imagine bumper cars, except you're using Mario go karts. You can pay me in advance.
0: So actually, speaking of Mario Kart. Uh, the roller coaster that's going to be their main attraction, I'd say, um, is, is, I think they released a photo of it, it's uh, it's going to be a, there's a cart, and it's a Mario Kart themed roller coaster. And you're in a cart with uh, three other people, and it's going to be using, I believe, AR technology, and you're going to be wearing a headset, um, and you're going to see full animation in front of you around while you're, I'm pretty sure while you're in the dark.
1: Mario Kart is just, like, a really good base point for, like, um, you can literally just take any of the courses and be like, this is going to be a roller coaster. Like, anything from Mario Kart 8, when they, like, go upside down on, like, that that's an easy, easy roller coaster right there. I mean, it'd be expensive to, I don't know, build Bowser's Castle, but Nintendo World just on a <laughs> Mario Kart seem it could be, like, printing money with Mario World.
2: Yeah, uh, if they if they use Mario Kart as like the basis, it would definitely attract a lot of people. So it
0: looks like the main area features something called Yoshi's Adventure, which I believe is a walkthrough experience, if I remember, or it's a like a carousel, a hidden carousel. Um, and then the, there's a, at the bottom, there's a giant a mushroom, and I believe that's just a store with merch in it. Um, and then they would also have the Peach's Castle on one side. And I believe that's going to be a meet-and-greet area uh, where different characters will come out, uh, like Peach, Mario. I think they also confirmed Toad. Um, bring Luigi? <laughs> uh, well, honestly, they probably will bring
2: Luigi. Uh, it's, it's probably a guarantee at this point. <laughs> They're
1: just going to leave out Waluigi, like in Smash Bros. <laughs> and make sure he doesn't show up. He'd scare the children.
2: By uh, having Wario, would be scary enough.
1: Now, now, would you prefer like a full costume for Mario, like a mascot, or do you think it'd be better just to see guys in prosthetic, like big prosthetic noses, walking around?
2: <sighs> mascot, in, like, greasy,
1: <laughs> greasy plumber outfits.
2: <laughs> Ooh, mascot, uh, definitely.
0: All <laughs> <too. Well, from laughs> previous a experience, uh, they have mascots at Nintendo do, New yeah. York. So they'll That's probably just brutal. go that way. People have been wanting uh, a new character for Smash, uh, although we only got, I think, Steve, like two months ago or something. But it feels like an eternity. <laughs> uh, so people are theorizing that Doom Guy could be coming to Smash. Um, there's zero evidence at all. <laughs> but uh, there's one theory on Twitter that really gained some traction, uh, and it, I find it really funny. Uh, the first point of evidence: uh, it all goes around the Game Awards, and uh, that the Game Awards are on December tenth, twenty twenty. And the original Doom was released on December tenth, nineteen ninety three, I believe. And that a Doom guy costume is also coming to Fall Guys, the dead video game um, at this point.
2: Days prior to the Game Awards, there's also Doom Eternal on the Switch.
0: So people are saying, oh, the stars are aligning, that Nintendo's going to (laughs) announce Doom for Smash. That's apparently the obvious thing. (laughs)
2: We're going to pull another Steve, or Hero.
1: (laughs) We just need to cover our bases, just in case it does happen, then we can say we knew it all along. (laughs) And if we're wrong, we just fly under the radar, because everyone throws out their um, Smash uh, theories.
0: But the only thing is is to wait to find out. Uh, watch um, and
2: wait. That's the best way to go about it.
0: <laughs> and I do want to chime in. Uh, I'll be live streaming the Game Awards on our YouTube channel uh, starting probably around 7 o'clock, 7.15. I believe the Game Awards usually does a pre-show that we'll just talk about and skip around, but
2: yeah, yeah they'll just check be, us out then. It well, probably will be different this year when you think about it. Could be one of those. It could be like the Minecraft Live thing where they just like on the Zoom call with some random people.
0: Speaking of uh, Hyrule Warriors, it was revealed that Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is, to nobody's surprise, uh, the best-selling Warriors game of all time.
2: Everyone's surprised. It even beat main series Dynasty Warriors.
0: Well, they weren't super popular in the first place anyway.
2: Um, but yeah, I, I think I, heard, I read this somewhere. Um, based on European sales, Age of Calamity beat the first High Warriors game by 300% sales <laughs> in Europe. Yeah, that much. The it's Nintendo Switch crazy. is a
1: powerhouse. It's just like... I don't think it's still not going to beat off the Wii. bases
2: still- are probably loyal Breath of the Wild fans who, want, who were looking yeah. for something more. I mean Yeah, there was um, a lot of backlash, but uh, that really didn't mean much compared to rest of the game had to offer
0: um so uh our next topic would be uh the absolute garbage fire of the next gen console launches
2: oh no (laughs) let's
0: go so i don't think you guys have been searching as hard as me uh probably not um i don't know if our listeners know but we're in canada so the U.S. is beginning a bunch of drops for specifically the PS5 is what I'm looking for. Um, before the game, the, before the consoles launched, I was never, I never really looked for them because I wasn't. I was thinking, oh, I'm just gonna buy in a two years, like what I do with all the other consoles, other than Nintendo. Consoles. <laughs> but and uh, when the other I, consoles
1: launched, we were a little bit of like kind of stupid idiot babies. So
0: oh, true. Yeah, that <laughs> was seven years ago. I didn't have my money that I have.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a job. Have money.
0: We're in Canada, I've been looking around. Shoppers Drug Mart is the, definitely the one that I usually go to right now. Uh, they're, they've been getting shipments of like one or two consoles per store every once in a while. So I'm, <laughs> I'm like panicking at night that they're gonna get them that night, waking oh, up geez. at 8 a.m. and calling all our stores. Now the, uh, the employees are getting like kind of mad. And every time I ask them, they're like, no. And then they immediately hang up the phone.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. So that's I feel really bad. that's rough. In my book, just wait one or two years before you actually buy a new console because, of like, stock and also the libraries themselves—it's going to be a little scary.
1: Yeah, like in two years when they release the PS Five Slim, it's going to be like cheaper and
2: yeah, like why buy why buy a huge the a huge freaking. Yeah, so what I've
0: heard is like the stock was definitely a lot higher uh, in the PS Three and the Four, uh, but. Uh, every console launch has this kind of problem nowadays because of the internet, and everybody already knows where they're going to get it. And then we have now online robots that can just scalp everything. And it's specifically a problem now because of all the delays they had with the consoles, and they didn't—they probably couldn't make as many because of, of the virus, of course. Um, and apparently, the sales numbers are the, the PlayStation sold out everywhere, and they sold a million which doesn't sound like a lot.
2: Not a lot for a console launch, but that's probably because of their stock. I guess guess Sony's holding back for a good reason, and so is Microsoft.
0: And the Series X was only 300,000, so I think these numbers are wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
2: that's that's also
1: not... Only 300,000, it's not... So, does that mean Xbox has lower stock? Because it's still sold out everywhere. (laughs) So did Xbox just have lower stock than the PlayStation?
2: Probably, because it's... Probably it's a little more expensive to manufacture. I think, based on based on like size and it's a uh, hardware.
0: Well, most companies usually data, uh, lose money on their consoles, and then they make all their money back over the seven or ten years of uh, giving companies the rights to make games on their consoles. Uh, that's why Nintendo, uh, Nintendo's probably making a profit on the Switch actually. But
2: yeah. Okay. I think that's guys. probably a given at this point. <laughs> yeah, Animal yeah. Crossing.
0: Alright, and our, uh, our next topic, and probably our last, is uh, that Pokemon cards are now getting super expensive and uh, are trending online, and people are breaking open boxes that have never been touched in 25 years.
1: <laughs> it's kind of funny to me. Like... Um a few months ago before it kind of exploded i found myself really getting into like max mofo pokemon and stuff and then and then like i don't know what it was I, i was getting into this and then like a month later it was everywhere i mean i'm happy because i was enjoying the content now i can watch more people do it but it's kind of insane just it's so weird to see pokemon cards of all things just explode right now i guess Thanks, Logan Paul. <laughs> yeah, I think it really did start with
0: Logan Paul. Yeah, he did the, the where he broke open a box, and then he sold each of the boxes, each of the packs, for like three grand or something. And he made like $300,000 off of it.
1: And then there was, um, and then like, in a few days, I think there's like Pokemon Week for a bunch of Twitch streamers, where they're just all opening big boxes or something. And then,
0: wow. I've been watching uh, uh, Mizkiff the Twitch streamer, and Ludwig, the Twitch streamer, and they're, they're hilarious when they open packs. It's it's almost, it's definitely an addiction thing. It's it's gambling, yeah. 100% it's gambling. But, they,
1: but then they can pay it back. Like, they spend $20,000 on a box, and then they can end up making it back with their um, YouTube views and um, Twitch uh, people. Like, and it's usually so,
0: never about value, never about like actual money. It's like, oh, okay, I spent twenty grand hype. on this box. There's thirty six thousand. It's all for the clickbait. <laughs> yeah, there's thirty six packs in here. I spent like I don't know what I don't know what the math is there. Like eight hundred dollars per pack. You actually spent, and then when there's if you open up something like a rocket team rocket pack, then you basically get your money back no matter what in each pack. Yeah. Um I think Mizkis mizkiff opened one he he bought the pack of 36 for 20 grand and he made a total of 95 thousand dollars in value yeah, back
1: yeah i don't think he's gonna sell i don't think he he's not a kind of person to sell it at all
0: yeah he's Just definitely not the kind like of his
1: person. collection but... i
0: know that he sent in some of them to get Psa graded and he had a uh rainbow dragonite uh hit a Ooh. Psa 10 so that's worth like fifteen oh, that, grand. yeah that
1: that's good. Uh, I think eight thousand. I think that Dragonite. I think or is I don't it know. It's the something Rocket Dragonite? Is it the I, Rocket Dragonite?
0: I don't remember.
1: It, it looks like a cute pulled, Dragonite
0: with a rainbow background. It's hollow. He pulled
1: another Dragonite from a like jungle set or something, and that's I know that's like eight thousand dollars. Anyway, yeah. lots of money, lots of money being tossed around. I'm sitting here <laughs> like, if I count up all the Pokemon cards that I've owned since I was a wee bab. I probably have like maybe a thousand dollars if I'm lucky.
0: But... in Canada, for some reason, our tins are forty two dollars, and you only get five packs in them. So that's like eight dollars a pack. That's insane. The regular price for a pack in Canada is six dollars. Um yeah. and I can't even get to myself to spend six bucks on some Pokemon cards. But oh, I, I saw a good Black Friday deal for fifteen bucks a tin. Um, and I didn't see any at our local Walmart, but when I was at a different Walmart, they had three on the shelf on Black Friday. So I'm like, yep, yoink, yoink, yoink. You have no idea how long I stood at the uh, the self-checkout debating if I should spend 50 bucks on it.
2: <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> I just ended up doing it.
2: <laughs> All for part. I mean, just,
1: just putting this out there, um, I think in, like, Walmart and Costco, if you go in, they... It seems to be cheaper in store than it is online. I know it's COVID, so going in stores a little more interesting. But uh, I think at like Walmart, you can find like boxes of like four or five packs for about 20 bucks, which is pretty good. I think the tin in the tins is what makes it go so expensive. And I think at Costco, there was like $15 for like five, like the Pokemon boxes, which can be
2: like four or five packs.
0: Somebody made a really big brain play where uh, if they went into Costco, and they had, for the 20th anniversary, I think, they had Pokemon balls, like tin balls. Oh, yeah, and yeah I've seen it those. It included three packs from XY Evolutions, I believe, when they like did those throwback cards. And he, there are three packs for 25 bucks. So you get uh, nine packs for $25, which is actually not that bad. What's the math there? This is is American, so I don't know how much that is, but uh, uh, 25 divided by 9, that's $2.77 per pack. So what what people did is they bought a whole bunch of those three packs and then opened them up and then sold all the Charizards online. And you can make really good money because they were worth like a grand at the time. And people got like stacks of them (laughs) without graded. If it is graded, then you get like 3K
1: out of it. Or less, depending. Maybe your Charizard sucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, sent, you sent in the Charizard, you crumpled, that you accidentally sent through the wash. <laughs> Please give the
2: PSA 10.
0: <laughs> now, out of the tins that I bought, I made about $40 Canadian back. Um, okay. If I just did it straight, uh, changed from US to Canadian. Uh, but Jake, he knows Pokemon a lot, but I'm not sure if he's an expert in cards. Uh, <laughs> he says that I could get a profit of $130, but I don't think that's going to be possible, but only because I need them to be graded. Every card to be graded is $10. So I want $10 back from each card that I grade.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I know from happy. like the boxes I pick up from sometimes that I, I get from Walmart and Costco sometimes. I think I've made a profit on all the bo- like Everything I've bought. Since I've like re-gotten into Pokemon cards, I think I've made a profit on, especially considering me and my siblings have gotten quite lucky. Like we, I don't know, we split the packs like four ways and um, We each open one up, but just like we've gotten a few rainbow rares, which is quite good, a- quite a few GXs or Vs and like for like a 20 dollar pack on average we make like 25 to 30 bucks back on it yeah in value but yes in value which is pretty good i think i i just remember with as soon as i got back into pokemon cards it's crazy to see when you're in like primary school and people are gathering up around like the bench to trade pokemon cards and play the game they don't know how to play um oh, yeah i remember just like a few cards bits and pieces around there um that people are like walking around because they have like cool art or something and i remember there was one kid with like a shiny gyarados and that's like a 300 card now <laughs> there's a kid that had like it was a cool level x where you had two cards and if you turn them sideways and put them together it was like groudon and kyogre together like one medium-sized card and now yeah, nowadays they have the team, team the team oh team yeah yeah it's like Which the original cool. team up yeah, yeah exactly. in my day. but and that's like another 150 fifty dollar card it's just it's crazy to see that kids were like <laughs> look at me walking around with like a thousand dollars in my pocket
2: oh it, that, that gets even more more intense if you had if they had a cadaver card
0: and they've and that they actually had a problem with the cadaver cards back then, right? It was like, oh, you can you're not allowed to print them because this yeah, magician for twenty
2: years they weren't allowed to print them because uh, legal like a legal dispute between the one magician who sent spoons with psychic powers or something, I forget his name. yeah, it took twenty years and they only recent like he only recently allowed Nintendo to start printing cadaver cards again. But without that
1: <laughs> cadaver was to pokemon cards what porygon is to the tv show <laughs> where they just weren't allowed to use them
2: Yeah, it um, was crazy but the games were allowed to use them though that was a little strange
0: so the market the market nowadays is getting kind of overwhelmed but the prices of cards keep going up um when i was in like grade five or six or something that was when like pokemon was at its peak in my yeah, when for when i was little yeah uh and I I opened a pack and I got a Mega Charizard EX. Uh, and that's a, if you know Charizards getting a good Charizard is usually really good in most cases. Um, so and then I went online when like a year later and oh it was worth forty five dollars. And uh, maybe every two years or so I just double check it It usually goes up only like two or three dollars. And in the past like four months, the cart that I have it's gone up like 60 bucks. So now it's worth like oh $89 <laughs> if it's in good condition. And if it's if it's in used condition, it's 60. <laughs> and mine is definitely I just used. Know. It's definitely like yeah. a PSA 7. Who would,
2: ex- would expect cards to yeah, get a lot more crazy expensive than,
0: expensive uh, for example, your
2: removal collection?
0: Like I I think I get addicted to collecting really easily, especially because of my amiibo collection. So I really don't want to get into Pokemon cards unless I can find the cards for <laughs> really cheap.
1: And that's the only reason why I got the adrenaline twice as rush. Much
2: collect, twice as much collecting now.
1: <laughs> or if you can get like sustainable income from the cards. That's like the only way to actually
0: I also found it really weird that the promo cards at the front of the tins are worth more than most of the cards in the actual packs. Yeah. Like each of them that were each of the one the i got the whole pack so i got all three of them and they're worth like five bucks
1: each promo cards i think the thing with promo cards is like they they go up they they start at a pretty decent price but i don't think they ever go that much higher unless it was like i don't know the promo didn't sell or something or there was a limited edition
0: <laughs> funny story i actually went to a Walmart like really late at night and they had a vintage <laughs> uh, a vivid voltage uh uh, the elite pack that gives you like ten or something with all the bunch of extra stuff, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to spend fifty bucks right now. I'll just, uh, I'll just do what I used to do with Amiibo at this specific Walmart. I literally go and go under the, I go into one of the aisles and then I shove it under one of the aisles. My God! <laughs> just to hide it. So I shoved it under one of the shelves, and I'm gonna see what happens now. <laughs> so maybe wait i go you, back.
2: You did that recently
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) like what i used to do that with amiibo and i would put it i was sticking under where the games are in the in the glass i was sticking under there and it usually would stay for a few months and i did that with a lucario amiibo one time and i was gonna come back like two days later because i had money and they cleaned under it so i missed out on lucario amiibo and nowadays you can get you can't even get a lucario amiibo yeah they also had tennis balls underneath so i knew that they cleaned it because the, tenop- the tennis balls disappeared they used to
1: i was there for like four months so <laughs> uh, <laughs> i like the idea of you going back and it's been cleaned but then like the amiibo is still there with like a note in the janitor's like i got you bro
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> you i'll be i'll be <laughs> <laughs>
0: I felt so sketch putting the Pokemon cards underneath because I felt like a camera guy was just gonna come out, like a security guy, was gonna be like, Hey buddy, what are you doing? Because I'm wearing all black, I have a black hoodie on, I have my black pants from work, like, it's so sketch.
2: At least I we went to the right Walmart, because there was that one Walmart near us, like, it was, at, it was at the mall, and it had so many security cameras in the ceiling.
0: Thank you for joining us in our discussion of many topics, from Super Nintendo World, Pokemon cards, and the Next Generation Launch. We would love it if you could follow us on Twitter and listen to our future episodes on Spotify and iTunes. Join our Discord for insight on future episodes, and also vote on our Clicky Awards by December 12th. See you next time on the Switch Clicks Podcast.